Welcome everyone to the Inspirational Businesswoman Show, where today we'll be discussing the communication transformation system for powerful relationships, featuring my special guest, Connie Durham. Hi everyone, I'm Virginia Parsons, the host of the Inspirational Businesswoman Show, and it is my passion to provide you, the viewer, with a goldmine of inspirational tips, strategies, and advice to help you grow your business from inspirational businesswomen in the know. Fabulous guest coming up. I already introduced you to the quick topic, but so many more great details are coming your way when I speak with Connie in just a moment. Thank you for taking the time to be here. Whether live or in re replay, we know that your time is valuable. And I want you to take home some incredible strategies from Connie today. Before we get started, I'm going to play the preview trailer for you. And it would be so helpful if you would help get the word out as I play the preview trailer. If you can think of someone who would benefit by learning more about communication, power, and relationships, please go ahead and help spread the word and we'll be getting started with the interview in just a moment. again for being here. You can see we're in for quite a treat with Connie today. Now today's show is sponsored by hangout-marketing.com where you can receive a complimentary live stream marketing assessment. Why might you want to take that assessment? Well, it's going to help you understand how you can really start using live stream to brand grow and market your own business and areas you might need to improve or make a few shifts on. And you might even qualify for a complimentary shine session with me to help you really see how to use live stream to grow your business more effectively. So if you'd like to take advantage of that, it will only take you a couple moments to do that assessment. All you need to do is text pound success to 775-800-4179. Or if you're out of the United States, you can go to hangout-marketing.com and take the assessment. 
All right, so let's get started introducing you to Connie. My first question for you is, have you ever been frustrated trying to find the right words to clearly express your feelings and opinions, but felt misunderstood in the process? Well, my special guest, Connie Durham, can help you regain love, respect, and joy in your personal and business relationships. Now, Connie is a John Maxwell speaker and trainer, and of course, the founder of Connie's Clever Concepts. And she'll be sharing some powerful and clever ways to raise your communication skills to have deeper and more satisfying connections in life. Now, Connie's going to reveal number one, the power of opposite attraction. I wanna hear all about this one. Also, we'll be talking about how top emotions can misrule you. Oh my God, these are so important. And finally, how to know and use your natural strength. So Connie, come on in and say hi to our audience. Hello, how are you today, Virginia? I'm doing great, Connie. We're so thrilled to have you here. And you know, what you're talking about, I think is so foundational right now. We're talking about communication. And oh my gosh, during this COVID period and now during this election period, so much communication difficulty and emotional things going on. And we all need to know how to better communicate so that we can have more fulfilling relationships. Would you not agree? Totally agree. Here's how I like to start our interviews. A little bit about you, because our audience is all, you know, we're all entrepreneurs. Many, many, many are solopreneurs or very small business owners. And you've had quite a path in your own career development. And people love to know, what were defining moments in your life? What was something that really shifted you onto the course that you are really focusing on today? Um, any lessons that we might learn from you in that regard? All right, well, I will start with the fact that um, in September, I got my 30th anniversary note from Mary Kay Cosmetics. So 30 years ago, I began with Mary Kay Cosmetics. And before that, I taught dance for 20 years. And I always say, don't add those together now because, I, uh, yeah, don't add them together. But for 20 years, I taught ballet and jazz. And then for 30 years, I was a consultant with Mary Kay. 21 years of that was leadership as a sales director with the company. And that is where I learned a lot of my uh, leadership uh, things from the company. And then in 2004, I began a journey and I uh, started to learn the behavior styles, the communication styles. And I was so intrigued with those uh, because they just opened up a whole new thing for me. I started to realize places where I was slightly challenged and maybe I could work to do better. But more than that, I started to learn to embrace my strengths because so often as women, especially, we are our worst critics. Um, instead of thinking about what we do well, often we think about what we don't do so well. And so as I started to learn about the personality styles, I began to embrace my strengths. And even in the last couple of years, as I uh, started to move into Connie's Clever Concepts and work with couples on behavior styles, 
and how they could get along better. Um, it's just like everything just started to open up for me, one thing after the other. And so it's been a very exciting journey. I love hearing this because I think all of our paths are a journey. And I think when we start on one, like, you know, dance, for instance, you know, what a fabulous way to express yourself. And yet um, all of that moving into Mary Kay. Now, Mary Kay, 30 years ago, boy, I don't know how, Mary Kay's been around even longer than that, I know. But, you know, what a great opportunity for you to learn these sales skills and communication skills. And yet you realized, oh, I need to understand personalities better so that I can relate on their level because we all communicate a little bit differently depending on our personalities. I'm, I know you're gonna share lots more about that today. But I wanna thank you and I wanna reaffirm that. If you are someone who is more mature in age, I'm going to say, you've been around a while like Connie and I have, we do have journeys. We have no direct necessary path to what we're doing right now. But it was an unfolding and evolutional process that is actually very exciting. Sometimes we have some major kicks in the rear end as well to put us on the right trajectory. But I love that we share this because the backgrounds are so um, supportive and reinforcing of what we're doing today, just like you shared. So I wanna really thank you for that background. And now you're gonna bring it into how we can all have more transformative communication styles and therefore more powerful relationships. So let's get started with that. So the first topic is about opposites attracting and the power that that provides, whether or not it's in a personal intimate relationship or even in business. I'll let you start with whatever one you'd like. Well, honestly, um, opposites do attract in couples. And if you ever pay attention, they will attract whenever they are dating. And then whenever you get married, it can't offer quite the challenge. So as far as opposites attracting and married couples, in the beginning, it's great because one person compliments the others. It's like they've got the talents on one side. He's got them here and she's got them there. Um, but as time goes on, there becomes sometimes a controlling factor where maybe uh, the person who is uh, just loves that bubbly, fun person, they maybe they are a very controlling person or a person who doesn't like to be noticed or in the spotlight and they begin to kind of dim the light of that person who's very bubbly and that's what attracted them in the first place uh, sometimes a person is very direct and maybe while they're dating they're like soft and nice and easygoing but then once they get married you know they're going to cut to the chase and they're going to be more direct with their spouse if that spouse is that easygoing, uh, an easygoing, steady kind of person who doesn't make any trouble and doesn't want any conflict, then that direct person, that can really be a challenge for, for that easygoing person. Now, when you take this and you translate that into the workplace, uh, literally sometimes opposites are good, but they have trouble working together because they are so opposite. One of the things that can be opposite is literally their speed. 
one person may take a long time to make decisions and they're a little slower in their decisions. They want to gather all the facts and they want to take their time. They don't want to be pushed or pressured. And then the, uh, the other style may be very fast and they get tired of waiting on the other person or they want to move along or uh, they have ideas quickly. And so sometimes those opposite styles have a little trouble working together. But the truth is they actually need each other because one takes care of the other. Literally one takes care of the other. One person may be taking care of the details and the other person may be thoughtful of the people. So the people person keeps the conflict down in the office and the detailed person makes sure that the task gets done in a timely fashion. So you kind of put them together and uh, they make a great team. And there's actually four parts of a great team. There is the person who is just like I said, the peacemaker person who keeps peace within the group. There is that direct person who's going to push forward. They love a challenge and they're going to move forward with it. There is the people person, a uh, fun-loving person who will kind of keep things a little lighter. You know, let's not get everything real heavy. Let's keep it a little bit light. And then the fourth part of that uh that quadrant of the team is that detailed person who researches everything, but they've got to have time when they're making decisions. So the people have a little trouble working together sometimes, but they make the very best team. You don't want all of one personality style on the team. And when you take that back to a married couple or a couple that's engaged or dating, you don't want two people that are just fun loving because they might not ever get the bills paid, right? Or two people who um, are too easygoing because then they're being so nice to the other person, they might not decide where to go to dinner because they just want to make each other happy. They might not decide that. So it really takes um, having a little bit of each, you know, uh, uh, personality style whenever it comes to making a team, especially in the workplace. Wow, this is so valuable. And I don't think we think of it that often. Now in the workplace, I can see how the compliment, how they can complement each other and therefore actually get more done without, even though they might have a little bit of trouble because their personalities are not the same, because they're complementing each other, you end up with what would be a more powerful unit, a work unit, as you were saying. So I think that we need to remind ourselves if you're in that kind of work environment or if you're working with a team or if you're the leader of a team, we might talk about being a leader around this as well. You need to take these different personalities into account. And therefore I'm assuming you need to support those personalities and what they all bring to the table and probably make sure you're acknowledging their particular strengths. So Absolutely. that makes for something much more powerful. Would you agree on that? Absolutely. Acknowledging each person's strengths is really an important part of it. Now, I also want to say that around um, couples, I find it interesting, and yes, I would say I have noted this as well, that they tend to compensate their personality styles early on in the relationship because there is that natural draw for what the other person provides that they don't and so they feel that that being drawn into that personality. And yet, once they've been around each other for a while, it can create conflict. I'd like to expand on that just a little bit more, if you would. Okay, um, 
So for instance, I am a high I personality and I will say I've been married, I always hate to say this, 40 years, 41 years. And my husband is that steady, easygoing personality style. So the high I is your fun-loving person, and the S, uh, which my husband is, is that easygoing person. And that is such a great combination. I was very fortunate because I didn't know all that back in the day whenever I decided to get married. But it happens that that S, easygoing S, is um, a personality style that always wants to make the other person happy. They are a person who um, uh, loves doing things for other people, period. So the S style person is very popular um, out and about because anytime you need help, they're ready to help you. So anytime I need something done, you know, he always steps in and gets that done. Now I'll say on my side, uh, the high eye, fun loving, that I make sure that he doesn't work himself to pieces. So I uh, make sure we go on vacation and we do something fun every so often so that we don't just become a boring old couple who doesn't know how to have fun. So that's a little on the S and the I. Uh, now when we think about the opposites that we talked about, the uh, one style person, which is the C, and I'll give you the, it is D-I-S and C, and that is DISC, and that's the personality styles. I don't think we mentioned that today. The C style person is so detailed, and they don't like to be around a lot of people. So if they engage with an opposite person, like my high I, and I like to be around people, then that's where you get a lot of conflict um, with opposites. So you can see how you know, people person or a very task person because literally some people love to be in a crowd, love to be at the party, and then other people had just rather be by themselves. And so when you get the two opposites in that direction, they might not like going on vacation together or they might not like the same things. And so if they're not willing to give like that S personality, like my husband, who is able to say, well, you know, I'm thinking about you and not just about me, and uh, with that, I could say just that. If we learn as a couple or as a team in the workplace to not think about ourselves quite so much and to think about the other persons and how I can help them, then that surely helps everybody get along better. Thank you for sharing that. And you know, I think this is just so important because again, we need to really refine our communication skills so that we all do get along better and we really can develop, you know, really relationships that uplift one another, that support one another. That's what makes them so powerful. And you're going to talk a little bit about this going forward about, you know, really your communication transformation system and how it relates to couples in particular. But before we do that, let's talk a little bit about how our emotions can misrule us and how that impacts our life going forward and how we can fix it. Go ahead with that. Definitely. Whenever we think about emotions, you know, unless you stop and think about what triggers somebody to get upset and anger? Uh, unless you stop to think about um, the, the person who, when there is conflict, they just kind of crawl in their shell and they stop communicating. Unless you start to think of those things, you know, you just keep going on and on each day and you don't pay any attention. So if you think about as a couple, um, and as a couple, they 
still paying attention to why they're having conflict, top emotions can literally be the problem on that. Even if it's a team at work, you can recognize these same things, these top emotions. So when you're looking at top emotions, the first thing we think about is that person who gets angry easily. Uh, they're mad easily. I like to use the story of my little grandson when he was two, he's five now, but whenever he was two years old, I was watching him one day, taking care of him. We were outside playing and he fell down and he skinned his knee. Now, when a little kid skins their knee, what do you expect from them usually? They usually cry, right? So he skinned his knee and it's bleeding, but he gets up, he's just two years old and he does not start crying. You know, I expect him to cry, he doesn't cry. He looks at his knee and he is mad. He's mad that the flesh is gone from his knee and it is bleeding. And so knowing the behavior styles, I understand that there's a particular style and that is the D style person that literally they get mad. And so as a little kid, if he's hungry, he may act like he's mad. If he's tired, he may act like he's mad. If a grown person is stressed, they're gonna act mad. And so that really helps whenever, uh, if you are married to somebody or you work with somebody at work and literally they get angry all the time, it's not about you. So often whenever somebody's angry, we think it's about us, what did we do? But literally it's not about you. Number one, they're just, they're, they're direct and they're just, if they're upset about something, that's just how it's gonna go. Um, but um, number two, any of those other things, hunger, tired, stress, any of those kind of things can make that person angry. And then on the other hand, one of the styles, I talked about the S earlier, they literally are non-emotional. Now that doesn't mean they don't have any emotions because they certainly are, are emotional on the inside. They're a person who really pays attention, they are great listeners, and they are emotional persons but literally on the outside, they don't show any emotion. So let's say we have that D and they are angry when they come in from work because they've had a hard day or they're tired or stressed at work. Um, and they take it out on their S personality, that easygoing person. And that S person is, they're not gonna show any emotions. But you know, once they're uh, kind of badgered time after time after time from that angry personality, that S is not gonna fight back. And if they don't fight back, the D literally likes a little bit of challenge. And so this is kind of where our emotions come in. The D likes a challenge, doesn't like somebody not to fight back. They want you to fight back. And the S does not wanna fight back. They're not gonna fight back. So you can see how that could be a challenge um, in a relationship. Um, an emotion for the high I is optimism. And that means that no matter what goes on, you know, like um, something major is going on, like uh, some of the stuff we have going on uh, with the coronavirus right now. So the high eye looks at it in a positive manner. They assume that everything will be okay. <laughs> so, uh, and the opposite of the high eye and the emotion of the C personality is, theirs is fear. So that means Every time there's something said on TV, they're going to think about the worst thing that can happen from that. And so when it comes to the top emotions, it doesn't mean the C personality is a fearful, scared kind of person. It just means that when anything is going on around them, they look at 
the uh, ha the glass uh, half full, I mean half empty, the glass half empty instead of half full. And the high eyes, since they are an optimist, they're always going to look at the glass full, actually. They only see it half full or full. So they acknowledge the positive. So you can see if you had a high I and you had a high C personality and you put those two together, the I is like to the C, they're saying, hey, don't you ever have a good thought or something good to think about? But the C is thinking about everything that can go wrong. And the I is just focusing on what's going right or what could go right. And they just assume the best. So that's kind of where that comes out with the emotions. So you can see with couples how the opposites, but at the same time, you know, they complement each other and they keep each other balanced as, as long as they're not too far to the right or too far to the left. Does that make sense? Yes, and it's so revealing. I mean, are you guys just sensing yourself? Well, what might my personality be? Oh, I think my, my spouse or my mate has got this one, I've got that one, and how this can generate these kind of um, challenges in a relationship. And also, if you have the complimentary ones, how they really can support one another. Now, I think some people probably are interested in how they find out what they are. <laughs> are they a D and I and S or a C? They might start to be seeing this in themselves, but I'm sure they want to know how to find that out. So before we get to that, I want to make sure all of you are really sharing with us today your gems, your what I call your pack your bag moments where, oh my God, so much was just revealed to me about not only my personality, what I sense I'm go I am, uh, but what's going on with someone I'm in partnership with, whether it's an intimate mate or it's someone you you work with on a day-to-day -day basis. So much to be revealed here. Put down your gems and let us know what aha moments you've had here today. So Connie, thank you for such detail around the DISC personality. And I know that there are ways to take that test. Um, but before we go there, let's talk about people's natural strengths. Because I think oftentimes we have a lot of uh, things that we feel good about, that we're good at, that, that just come naturally to us. But we're not necessarily sure how to implement it or take the best advantage of it in our own life circumstances. So do you want to talk about that for a moment? All right. So... The thing is, uh, when it comes to leadership at work or when it comes to leadership at home, you want to tap into your strengths and what you're actually good at. And um, I'll start with the D person, the D style, because uh, I use the D, I, S, and C. So I'll start with the D to keep me on track. The D style is uh, definitely a natural leader. They're a natural leader and they take charge. They love to have a challenge. And so they're always ready for the challenge. In fact, in their work and at home, they need to have a challenge. And that is their natural strength. I will share just a tad on that, but sometimes our strengths can be pushed so far, they become a weakness. And the weakness on that is whenever the diesel is too direct, too driven, that they just kind of drag everybody else along with them or expect the exact same strengths from everyone else. So sometimes the D expects everyone else to be just like them. 
of which they are not. So, but the D is a natural leader. The I style person is very creative. And so one of their strengths is their creativeness. Now, sometimes you might've been told by a teacher, man, you're just dreaming. You're always dreaming, right? But you know, creativity is important. If you think about all the inventions uh, around the world, all the modern conveniences that we have, somebody was creative in thinking of those things. Uh, it probably took a little bit of engineering also, but they were creative in that. And so uh, often that high eye discounts their talent because um, they are creative and maybe they're thinking that being artistic is not the same as being a super smart person. The creativity is important. Uh, and then as the S personality goes along, um, the S is that person who holds it all together. Their strength is doing for others and getting that appreciation back from others is very important to them as they are really big givers. So S's will always step out when it comes to um, maybe getting a social together at work, uh, making sure everyone in the office has what they need to do their job, making sure everyone's comfortable and everything is is going along nicely. And you know, that kind of goes at work. If you think about that person that work right now, that you're like, oh, they're always so nice. And they always say yes. Now, there's a little more story to that on that. When you always say yes, that can be challenging, but they always say yes, they're always willing to help. And you can see how uh, that uh, also works at home. And then the uh, C-style person, whenever um, their great talent is, they are so analytical. They are so analytical. So if they're buying a product, they're gonna make sure they get the best product at the best price from the best place. So C's are very analytical. And if you're listening to this right now and you're thinking about your spouse and how very analytical they are, also they're very slow paced and that's because they got to take a lot of time to analyze everything and make sure that they're getting the very best for their money so you could think so the c style their strength is being very analytical and very detailed and in the same way the i style that we looked at earlier they're not so detailed they are people oriented they're going to pay attention to the people and possibly not so much to the task so you see when you put all of those together, and here's the thing, out of the four personality styles, you're usually high in one style, and then you have a second style that kind of comes up maybe close to that or midways up, and then you may have just a little bit of the other two. So every single person is a different combination. So it's not like, you know, if I'm a high eye and I don't have any other qualities, um, you know, I have two other things, that, uh, the S and the C for me, that kind of come up in the middle. So every person has a different equation uh, when it comes to that D, I, S, and C. I guess I would call it their personality DNA. <laughs> That's a great name, Regina. Um, and I'm thinking for you, Connie, then I think we start to understand why you have named your business Connie's creative concepts because you are an I, correct? Yeah, creativity. I learned to embrace my creativity. <laughs> All right. 
So, so much good, juicy information, wouldn't you all agree? And doesn't it start you thinking differently about how you relate and how you communicate and, and helps give you a better perspective? You know, and so often this is what we need to do. Rather than coming at a challenge from only our perspective, from only our personality, it's really so helpful and advantageous to everyone if you could almost step out of your own personality into a place of neutrality so that you can better understand why someone is responding the way they are. And I truly feel we could, we could ease and resolve so many of the conflicts going on in our country right now and in the world if we could step out of our own personality long enough to become more aware of how other people are communicating, how other people are responding based on their own personality. Oh my gosh, I just feel like things could be so much better. So that's why I think this is such powerful information, Connie. Any other comments about what I just said? You know, um, one thing that Mary Kay Cosmetics always said that I have kept and I use all the time, and it's, it's so profound, it is, that every single person has a sign around their neck. You know, if you just picture it hanging around their neck, right, this big old sign, and it says, make me feel important. And if we can picture people a lot of times that are giving us a hard time, they're giving us a hard time, maybe they're grumpy, they're sarcastic, they're not nice, whatever it is uh, in a negative way. If you can picture that poor old person, they're just a poor old person, um, with that sign around their neck and it says, make me feel important. And if you can stop, get your eyes off of yourself and you put a little bit of attention on that person, whether it's a grown up or whether it's a child, it does make a difference. Yeah, make me feel important. And I think that what goes along with that is, I need and want to be heard. I want to be validated that my feelings, my opinion is valuable as well. And Absolutely. so often when we're trying to defend ourselves and be right, we forget how important that is. And again, this kind of goes to what what we're having, the division we're having right now in our country that, you know, let's hear and let's be aware and be compassionate and understanding of more than one position, more than one perspective or viewpoint. So thank you so much for really, I think, bringing a very important topic to us today. Now, you do have a special gift. I want to have you talk a little bit more about the disc and where people can get that and um, how that might relate to your gift as well. But let me bring the gift image up for people so they know where to get it because this is a powerful gift from Connie. And if you want to pick up her gift today, it's an easy place to go. All you have to do is go to hmtips.com forward slash Connie's gift. Make sure you put the S on the end of Connie, hmtips.com forward slash Connie's gift. So Connie, why don't you go ahead and tell them all about it and a little bit more about getting information on DISC. Okay, so the name of this gift is Powerful Communicators and it is the first part of my 
communication transformation system for couples, helping them understand all that I just talked about so they can understand one another and have less conflict in their life, embrace their strengths, and just have some fun and have joy in their life and respect again. So the powerful communicators, like I said, is the first part and it is free to you. And it literally uh, talks about, you know, how we all have different perspectives and how if you can take the time to deposit more than you withdraw into your relationships, that you can enhance your relationship. So from there, uh, whenever you tap into my classes after that, um, that is where you can get your, uh, your DISC survey. And <clears throat> I just lately renamed it into uh, your hardwired behavior blueprint, because that is what we are when it comes to the behavior styles, is that we are hardwired this way or that way. And the more that you can know about that, um, the better off you are. So when you think about being hardwired, first of all, and you heard this today, you think, well, you know, I kind of know what I am and I kind of know what my spouse is. And I might even have thought what my kids are or how about my mom or my sister? Um, but whenever you take the assessment, it literally tells you all about you. So you have 40 pages that tell you about you and it not only gives you your behavior styles, how you can relate better to other people. It tells you what you are good at in your business and what your top areas are. Maybe you're a customer oriented person or you're that task oriented person. And then a bonus part on that is that it tells you about your motivators. And this goes back to, um, you know, as we grow up, it's not part of the behavior styles. It goes back to as we grow up, in our traditions and our families and why we do what we do. Some people are more social oriented and some people are more uh, ambitious oriented and some people are oriented towards the beauty of surroundings. And so those are called motivators. So it also gives you your motivators and why you do what you do. And that's the powerful communicators. All right, powerful communicators, we all need this. And you can get it at hmtips.com forward slash Connie's gift. And uh, Connie, I just want to say that I think what's really important about this is, again, during this period where so many people have been closed in or having to work remotely and, you know, families together much more uh, concentrated than they have been in our society, more than ever do couples and families need this to support them because of some of the conflict that has arisen just by being together all the time. And I love that you said, deposit more than you withdraw. That to me was one of my pack your bag moments. Oh, I think we, we forget this or we do not think about it consciously enough. And if you start to really think consciously about, let me deposit more into this relationship than I withdraw. Wow energetically that just feels so powerful and empowering to me and everyone and that gets into what i call the gestalt theory of everything is better when we blend and work together as opposed to trying to do it on our own so thank you for bringing all these thoughts at least up for me and i hope that they've also brought a lot of thinking up for you all for all of you because we need to think through some of these things a little bit more around communication styles and around relationships so that we can all really benefit and become stronger as one. 
as a whole unit. So again, thank you, Connie. What I'd like to do is wrap this all up in a nice tidy bow and have you share, you know, your last like, take this idea home if you take nothing else home with you. I wanna make sure you get this as your closing comment. So go ahead. Well, I'm just gonna to have to tap into what Virginia said and that is that when we look at the strengths of each person, uh, whether it's in our household, um, we look at the conflicts that we have, when we start to take our eyes off of ourselves, did y'all hear that? We take our eyes off of ourselves and put them on the other person, then immediately there's less conflict. Um, all of my life, you know, I dance, I sing, and I've been in front of people, but I have never liked being in front of people. And I have, I mean, I was self-conscious and it always bothered me. And it was real, but guess what? In the last couple of years, I learned to take my eyes off myself and stop thinking of my discomfort or about myself and to look uh, to the other person and think about them. And so even in this, as I teach behavior styles for couples, I don't mind being in front of people anymore because I'm not thinking about myself. I'm thinking about you. And I'm thinking about how I can change the lives of couples and then I can change the lives of children. And I like to call that happy couples equal happier kids. <laughs> that is a perfect way to end this interview. Happier couples make happier kids. And if we have happier kids, oh my gosh, I see the world just dancing together, <laughs> bringing you around uh, full fold from your dancing career in the beginning. Thank you so much, Connie, for being here with us today. And thank you all for joining us as well. We would love to hear from you. What were your big takeaways, your gem moments, your pack your bag moments? Please share those with us. And of course, any questions that you might have, we'll be happy to respond to them. You all go out and have it a great week and think more about your communication styles. And we'll see you all on the next Inspirational Businesswoman Show. Bye-bye now. Thanks so much for watching today. Do you know someone who would be a great guest for our show? Or would you like to be a guest on the Inspirational Businesswoman Show? Let's shine the spotlight on your expertise. We'll share your story while offering tips, strategies, and advice to our viewers. Expert interviews are a great way to build your reputation as the go-to expert. Go to shinetips.com forward slash IBWS to apply today. Women are waiting for your message, and I can't wait to interview you.